It's official. One Shining Podcast is back, and I am your host, Tate Frazier. And as March Madness begins, we're covering everything from Selection Sunday all the way to the championship and beyond. We're going to have great guests that are coming through on the show. And look, if you're a friend of the program and you're already subscribed, you don't have to do anything. OSP is back. It's going to be right back in your feed. And if you're not a friend of the program and this is your first time on the rodeo, then let me tell you this. You need to go to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts and smash subscribe today because the OSP show is back. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back. And better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in to the Ringer Gambling Show. It's JJ Jastrzemski. And we're right now in the middle of one of my favorite times of the year. Because what's in front of me, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is a betting card that basically starts at 12 o'clock high noon on the East Coast and goes until 1 o'clock in the morning. That's the dirty little secret about the conference tournaments. It's high-level basketball. It's super competitive basketball. There are windows galore to bet on. There are a lot of opportunities where you can get ahead of the market. And we had a two-in-one day on Wednesday. We gave out those picks. West Virginia took care of us. We were very happy about that. The Ohio State-Wisconsin game almost took a couple of years off my life because Ohio State was favored, losing record. They're up by 20-something points. They go scoreless for seven minutes, and yet they still find a way to win the game. And then we had NC State and Virginia Tech, and that's when we want back. Listen, if you're going to lose the bet, though, don't lose in agonizing fashion. Lose the way that game ended up going down. But before we get to the slate for Thursday, and I got countless plays for you, I can't even begin to describe how many games I like tomorrow and how many tricky lines there are to try to decipher. Wake Forest stunned Syracuse at the buzzer. And didn't know it officially, but as someone who is a Syracuse alum, I feel obligated to talk about this because it's a subject that's near and dear to my heart. Jim Beheim decided after 45 plus years at the university that is going to hang him up. And listen, Jim Beheim is royalty at Syracuse. He's royalty in college basketball. I don't care how the last two years finished up. 
I understand he's not a warm and fuzzy type of character. But when you consider the guy has been coaching basketball at the highest of levels since Gerald freaking Ford was the president, that's a, an incredible run of success. Multiple Final Fours, multiple first-round draft picks, national champion in 2003. Let's be honest, should have won a couple more. Get stunned at the buzzer in 87 by Keith Smart in Indiana. 2010-2012, their number one seeds. They lose their center. Different set of circumstances each year. I was on campus in 2010. They were the best team in America. Sorry, Duke fans. I know you don't want to hear that. Syracuse was the best team that year. They were better than Kentucky. They were better than West Virginia. They were better than any of those teams. Onowaku blows out his knee, and Syracuse does not win the second national title in the Bayheim regime. But he's one of the pillars of the Big East. Now his reputation over the last 10 years is takes the team 2-3 zone out of nowhere, and they find their way to the Sweet 16. Or in 2016, one of the more improbable runs to a Final Four you ever see. So Syracuse not having Jim Beheim on the sidelines is going to be super weird. Like, I haven't even begun to process what it's going to be like next year seeing Red Autry on the sideline. But listen, I'd be the first to tell you. Beheim's called to me as a student reporter. That's part of the charm. That's part of the MO. I know it's going to rub some people the wrong way. But, you know, when you win at 30 games, nobody gives a rat's ass. That's the bottom line. When you're out winning... That stuff gets heightened. And even as a guy who is a Bayheim, what's the word? Loyalist. I, I think that's the word I'm looking for. Bayheim loyalist. By the end of this year, it was obvious to me. It's time. Jim's pushing 80 years old. It, it, it's time. So hats off to Jim Bayheim. Weird, weird, weird way to retire. But bottom line is a new chapter and another. Beacon in college basketball. Think about the guys you've lost in college basketball over the last two years. Three years. Roy Williams, Krzyzewski, Jay Wright, Beheim. Pretty wild. All right. Let's get to all these games for Thursday. And it's a bunch, a loaded, a tremendous slate of games. It starts at noon. And I want to start with this game because it's very public. Rutgers has been awful down a stretch. Rutgers looked like they were comfortably in the NCAA tournament. They lose to Minnesota at the buzzer the other day. They get smoked by Northwestern at home. And now the entire world likes Michigan. This line's gone from two and a half to three and a half. You have 94% of the bets, 96% of the money coming in on the Michigan Wolverines. Here's a dirty little secret about this game. The computer numbers, and you guys know this from last year, I am a big believer in looking at those Kempom numbers. And when I see a discrepancy, it opens my eyes. Kempom only has Michigan as a one-point favorite. You know what that tells you? If you're just basing it on computer numbers and not the way Rutgers played down the stretch of this year, you would say Rutgers is the right side. Here's why... I'm not going to advise anybody to play this game in the opening window at 12 o'clock, and it's a stay away from me. I think Michigan's the right side. I think Michigan's been playing better. They can't finish a game. If you're looking for value, though, from a numbers standpoint, you're going to get value with Rutgers. That line is at three and a half. They get nothing but Michigan money. Two points could be the difference. Keep that in mind when you're thinking about these games tomorrow. So you got Rutgers-Michigan at noon. 
You got Wake Miami, one versus an eight nine in the ACC. I love Miami's team. They got guards. They got experience. They're a team that can make a run in March. The problem is their defense stinks. They're one of the top 15 offensive teams in the country. They can't um, metric defensively. They're like 120, which is awful. That's why you could make the argument Wake Forest could be in the game, lose a close game. I saw Wake Forest, though, barely beat Syracuse today, who stinks, and get smoked by Syracuse on Saturday. Miami, to me, is a safe bet for a money line parlay. You want to tell me they're not going to cover the number? Fine. I think they're a safe bet in a money line parlay. Here's an interesting one at the Big East. St. John's and Marquette. So Marquette's the number one seed. Number six team in the nation. Everybody's betting Marquette, right? Ken Palm has it at nine. Line opened up at nine. This line has plummeted, ladies and gentlemen. Plummeted. Marquette's gone from minus nine to minus six and a half. St. John's playing on their home court. St. John's a team that I think their style of play, getting up and down the court, I think it favors them. And I think they can be in this game tomorrow. I like St. John's plus six and a half. That line is telling you all you need to know. I like them plus six and a half. They will be in the game. I know Ken Palm's going to say I'm not getting a good number because their number they have is nine. Why did that line, would everybody bet Marquette go from nine to six and a half? You tell me. The other two we have at noon, Iowa State Baylor. Be careful with this one. This is a tricky matchup for Baylor. And not only that, you know what the Kempom metric is for Baylor and Iowa State? One. One. But what you're getting is Baylor, brand name, national champion with Scott Drew a couple of years ago, getting that public money. Baylor now kind of getting that Vegas respect. I think Iowa State is the right side in that game. I'm not saying Iowa State wins the game outright. I would grab four and a half with the Cyclones. And they need the game. They need the game a lot more than Baylor. And Baylor has a history for not necessarily caring too much about these conference tournaments. Remember, two years ago when they won the title, they got bounced first game. They didn't hurt them in the NCAAs. That's been a cannibal league. That Big Ten all year. Cannibal League. SEC. I'm avoiding some of the smaller conferences. Listen, if there's a line I like, I'll throw it out there. But I'm trying to give you the big ones. I'm trying to give you the games, ladies and gentlemen, I know you're going to be watching more than likely. Miss State and Florida. Line is not budged off at three and a half. Public on Miss State. Money on Miss State. Line's three and a half, but Ken Palm has it at one. So I get better value from the computers. And I get the opportunity to pay the public. Done. I'm on Florida Gators tomorrow. And they've screwed me a couple of times throughout the regular season. So the noon slate, three plays. St. John's, Iowa State, Florida. Three dogs, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in the noon slate. Now, 2.30 slate. And I'm talking the East Coast time. For those of you listening on the West Coast right now, you got to adjust. You're in the Midwest, you got to adjust. I'm sticking to East Coast time. I'm on East Coast. Providence, UConn. You want to talk about two teams headed in complete different directions? That's Providence and UConn. 
You notice I'm talking a lot about Kempom numbers. They matter if you're better. There's something to it if you're better. UConn is a darling of the computers. You look at them. They are top 20 offensively, defensively. They're number 10 in offense and number 13 in defense. They're the fourth-ranked team in the country, according to Ken Palm. They're laying seven against the Providence team that got smoked by Seton Hall the other day. I know Ed Cooley's a good coach. I know Providence, historically speaking, has played well in this Big East tournament. I think UConn's going to wipe the floor with them tomorrow. If you want a safe money line parlay, I think this will be a winner. UConn, Miami. Take both of them down to pick them. You'll probably get it around even money. I will be riding that as a two-team money line parlay. Miami's not losing to Wake Forest. And give me UConn to take care of business. And I'd lay to seven, for that matter, uh, against PC. Now, Pitt and Duke. These teams play in a regular season. I was stunned that Duke was favored to win the ACC tournament. This team that could win on the road. They did start to ascend as the season went along. And I know the events in Greensboro. So obviously that throws a monkey wrench into things. Duke's going to get a little bit of home court advantage. This line, though, we're getting an edge. Line of six. Public is coming in. They can't wait to bet Duke. No surprise. There are taxes that you play in sports. You know, you just, you pay them. If you're betting the Yankees, you're paying a tax. If you're betting uh, Patrick Mahomes, you're normally paying a tax. The Patriots with Brady Fears, you're paying a tax. This is the Duke tax. Duke should not be six-point favorites in this game. Pitt is in every game. Pitt is experienced because they have great transfers all over the place. And remember, this is a revenge game for Jeff Capel, former Duke assistant. Doesn't get the job. They go and give it to John Shire. I love Pittsburgh tomorrow. Pittsburgh will absolutely be in that game against Duke. I'm grabbing six points. Now, I mentioned Ohio State earlier today, didn't I? Ohio State, I had them. They're up by 20-something points. They don't score for seven minutes. I'm watching that stretch, and I'm like, geez, I can't wait to fade the shit out of the Buckeyes tomorrow. And then I see the line. And Iowa and Ohio State split the two regular season matchups. Both were lopsided. Buckeyes got them early in the year. Ohio stuck, uh, Iowa, excuse me, stuck it to them a little bit later on. This is only a two-point line. This was one to me where I said, damn, I really want to bet Iowa here. But that line, it is an automatic stay away from me. Automatic, automatic, automatic stay away from me. Now, Colorado State, San Diego State, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't seen a lot of the Mountain West teams. And I'll tell you this about the Mountain West. Get ready to fade the you-know-what out of it in the NCAA tournament. Because last year they stunk. I don't believe in these Mountain West teams. I am out. I am out. I am out on the Mountain West. But you got Colorado State taking on San Diego State. Eight and a half point spread. My bet is the books are going to need Colorado State in that game. But you want a line that I'm all over tomorrow? I think... One of the best teams in the nation could be on upset alert. That's West Virginia and Kansas. West Virginia, I think they're in the tournament no matter what. They got the big win today against Texas Tech. They're only three and a half point dogs against the Jayhawks. I know it's in Kansas City. I know we're talking about fading Bill Self and fading Kansas in that building. West Virginia's got the style to have success against them. I'm all over West Virginia. I'm grabbing three and a half, and I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line. I think they're live in the game tomorrow. 
Very, very, very live in the game tomorrow. So the two o'clock slate, not going near Ole Miss in Tennessee. No interest. Way too big a number. Not going near UCLA. I think UCLA is a good money line play. I think you're getting a little bit of value with eight and a half because of the injury to one of their best defensive players, one of the best defensive players, quite frankly, in all college basketball. And that's a big loss for them next week and the following week in the NCAAs. But they're not losing to Colorado tomorrow. No way in the world that they're losing to Colorado tomorrow. UCLA in the money line parlay. I like Pitt. I like UConn. And I like West Virginia. I would stay away from that Ohio State-Iowa game. Now, 6 o'clock. Washington State-Oregon. You want to talk about two teams, flip a coin. That's what you get. Both teams are a couple games over 500. Both teams have a ton of work to do if they're going to find their way in the NCAA tournament. They had to win the Pac-12. And a lot of short money came in on Washington State because they played well down the stretch. But I think the fact that they play well down the stretch and their dogs here against Oregon is telling. I kind of think Oregon's the right side of the game. Now, this one I like. And I think there's going to be music to the ears of my sister, who's an alum. I know a lot of alum, including my guy, Mike Wargon, the great Mike Flegelman, you name it. I like Penn State tomorrow against Illinois. Penn State needs a game. Penn State, I think, is on the right side of the NCAA tournament bubble. We can never be too sure. You win, you got nothing to worry about if you take care of Illinois. They beat Illinois twice. Line opens at three. It's immediately falling to two and a half. I'm on the Nittany Lions. I think they win the game outright. Arkansas, Auburn. This line opened. Auburn favored by one. It changed. Oh, it changed. And the reason it changed is because you got nothing but Arkansas money coming in. And listen, I understand why. Musselman has been terrific in these tournament games. He's been a good tournament coach in the SEC. He was a good tournament coach when he was at Nevada. And he's won in the NCAA tournament since he's gone to Arkansas. Ken Palm has it at one. This is a game, I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're going to need like all sorts of Pepto-Bismol if you watch this game and you bet on this game. But I do like the way the line is moving in Arkansas's favor, so I probably would take it. Not one of my favorite plays at a late night window. I love North Carolina. I can't believe I'm saying this because I said to the guys the other day, friends, don't let friends bet North Carolina anymore. Well, they just smoked Boston College. They got a favorable draw in trying to get to the NCAA tournament. They really did. Because they have to win games here in the ACC. They don't have the quad one wins outside of Virginia. They beat Virginia. Virginia, everybody's betting them. Gone from two and a half to one and a half. I'm on Carolina in this game. Carolina needs it. They'll show up in Greensboro. Their athletic style, I think, will overwhelm a Virginia team. And let's be real, did not play well down the stretch. They didn't. So Carolina is one of my stronger plays at night. DePaul and Xavier, 12 and a half, not going anywhere near it. Way too big a number. DePaul, very fortunate to win the game against Seton Hall. Bad loss for Seton Hall. Okie State, are they in the tournament? They're kind of on that bubble fringe, getting six against Texas. I think the public will come in on the Longhorns. I think there's some value there with Oklahoma State. I'd be in on Oklahoma State. I think they'll make that a game. I'm telling you this one because it's in my backyard. LaSalle and Fordham. Fordham has been waiting forever to get a double bye in the A-10 tournament. 
they're going to actually have a pretty partisan crowd at the Barclays Center. For them in a month, they are not losing them all. Fordham is not losing them all. Remember I said that. Fordham Rams, throw them in a money line parlay. They've, they've been one of the best stories in college basketball this year. Because they are a team that usually wins seven, eight games a year, and now they got a double buy in the 8th and tournament. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Nightcaps. Boise. I like Boise a lot. Lane four against UNLV. I think Boise is the best team in that conference. I will absolutely be on Boise State in that game. Uh, Stanford, Arizona, not going near it. Don't like the fact that the lines already came down a point. Goes from nine and a half to eight and a half. Stay away from me with that game. Uh, not interested. Not interested in Minnesota and Maryland at nine o'clock. There are some good and juicy late night games. TCU, Kansas State. TCU was very, very trendy. Very, very trendy. As far as being a pick that a lot of folks had to win the Big 12 tournament. I like Kansas State here. I'm grabbing the points with Kansas State. Kansas State is a one-point favorite, according to Ken Palm. I am in on the Wildcats. Give me those points. Kansas State outright. Villanova Creighton. Villanova has to win the Big East tournament to get into the NCAAs. Creighton's got a lot of different ways to beat you. I think Villanova's live in this game tomorrow night. I think this is a one-possession game. I think this is a down-to-the-wire game. Villanova beat Creighton earlier this year. I think they are 1,000% in the game. So I will definitely be on Villanova in the night session. And then as far as NC State and Clemson, I worry about Clemson from this standpoint. When you have teams trying to play their way into the tournament, sometimes the pressure can get to them a little bit. I worry if that's the case for Clemson. NC State just smoked Virginia Tech. NC State got embarrassed by Clemson just a couple of weeks ago. I think there's a couple of motivation angles in play here. I am on NC State tomorrow. I was dumb enough to pick them or pick against them yesterday with Virginia Tech. We are not making that mistake twice. I will be on, in the nightcap, Villanova. I'm grabbing those points. I will be on Kansas State. I'm grabbing those points. And I will lay them with NC State against Clemson. Now, as far as our best bets of the day, because I gave you a lot there. There's a lot of college basketball to chew on. And I tried to hit on basically as many of these games as I could. My favorite plays for tomorrow. I love Florida at three and a half. I love the idea of a Miami, UConn, UCLA money line parlay. I'm in on Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh plus six is a tremendous, tremendous value play. I like West Virginia. And if I were you, I'd wait on West Virginia. You might get a better number as we move closer and closer to tip-off. Mountaineers are going to be in that game. Nightcap, Penn State, North Carolina. Can't believe I'm saying that, by the way. I just feel dirty saying that. I'm on North Carolina. I am on North Carolina and Kansas State. That kind of gives you a sense of the direction I am leaning in. Now, remember this. We'll have less games from a standpoint of, holy smokes, we got these whirlwind windows at 12 and at 2 and at 7 and 9. They'll dwindle a little bit. But I think with a conference tournament, getting a feel, getting a look, Ohio State is a perfect example of that. After betting on them today, I want no part of betting on them again, even if the number feels like it's the right number. It's a feel thing. So... There's a lot to process there. There's a lot of money to be made. 
Enjoy the madness every which way. Cash those tickets. We'll be following along throughout the day. We'll have all sorts of plays for East Coast Bias on Friday. And then I'll be back Friday night to get you ready for Saturday. And then we'll have a Saturday night pod to get you ready for Sunday. So we got you covered from the college basketball every which way. All sorts of best bets. Follow along on Twitter. Good job by the War Gone Warrior. We're back Friday. Raheem and House, hopefully will join me and make a whole lot of money throughout this conference tournament week. Man, I got way too much action on way too many games tomorrow. And I absolutely love it. On that note, JJ out. Be good, everybody.